Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Shirts and Time. If you could do me a massive favour by following the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, at Shirts and Time Pod, that would be absolutely class. Also, can you please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let me know your favourite and least favourite shirts from the team me and the guests have discussed in this episode. You can play along with Goals in Time, so don't forget to let me know how you got on on that as well. If you want to watch Goals in Time, I will be uploading just that part of the podcast onto YouTube, at Shirts and Time Podcast, so you can see the goals for yourselves and watch our reactions to them. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shirts in Time. This week I'm joined by Club Football Shirts Dan. How are we doing, mate? Yes, I'm doing very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me onto your platform. Oh, well, you're very welcome, mate. And look at that, look at that background behind you. Just oh, colour coordinated in bags. Yeah, there's a few things that I'm reluctant to be sort of proud about, but to be honest, <laughs> when I walk into this room, this definitely catches my eye. How many shirts are we on now? Uh, so I think, well, I break it down specifically. So I've got shirts that I buy just for my collection. So there's about 450 there. Throw on top of there another 50 odds Chelsea shirts, the team that I support. And then I probably got another 40 or so shirts laying around that I either go play five side in or looking to sell or just duplicates. So we're about 550 probably, give or take. So 550 shirts and... Where did it all start with the collection then, Dan? Well, I suppose I've always had football shirts growing up. As a Chelsea fan, you know, you've always, when you're younger, you kind of hope and pray that at Christmas or birthday, your parents will sort of treat you with the one Chelsea shirt you get a season. Um, So I've always had them laying around. It was only, well, I say only, it's nine years now, pretty much, when I started consciously collecting for an actual collection. I think it was because I used to spend my money on like FIFA points. And I realized that at the end of the season, it was worthless. There was nothing there. I couldn't do anything with it. So I thought if I get something a little bit more tangible, something I can actually still touch and after a period of time, if I need to, I can sell on or at least use. Then I thought, well, let's go down the avenue. I already had a few shirts that I'd wear for Fireside because I'd didn't want to keep wearing Chelsea shirts because they were getting a bit wrecked. I thought, well, why not try football shirts? So one fateful sort of visit to classic football shirts and (laughs) 500 shirts later, here I am. So, yeah, it's more of a just trying to find a hobby that was a bit more useful, but it's kind of gone a bit out of control. I think I bought four shirts in the first instance and then sort of nine years down the line, I'm now sat here with, I suppose, 500 or so shirts, and I feel like I've really made a big mistake because it's totally taken over my entire life. But you know, that, that's that's where I'm at now in my life. So, but um, it's 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 enjoyable, but expensive. Yeah, you've gone from one pain-ridden addiction in FIFA points to another one in football shirts, really, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've clearly had some major issues that I haven't dealt with, uh, and it's lucky that I'm not, you know, involved in some sort of program. Um, so it, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that it is football shirts, but um, yeah, it could, definitely could be worse. Definitely could be worse. Can you remember what the four shirts you bought from Castle Football Shirts were, or is that too many shirts ago? No, I think it's AK Athens. I think it was Hanover. 
Benidorm, they had a team. In fact, it dissolved, but I think they've just re-founded maybe a couple of years ago. And there was probably one more, I think maybe Young Boys from Switzerland. It was four sort of separate countries because I'm, yeah. I'm more interested in other countries than English ones. And back then, you could pick up a football shirt, brand new, obviously, all of the shirts that I own are brand new with tags. You could pick those up for like £11, which obviously these days, with our inflation anyway, it's, it's impossible to occur. But it was it was a good foundation to build upon. Um, so, yeah, I still got them somewhere, somewhere <laughs> in this room. God knows where, but they are here. Do you know, like, you've got 500 shirts, like you say. Do you know every single one, or is there just ones you just completely forgot? <sighs> so it's, it's difficult. If you were to explicitly ask me what shirts do I have and rattle them off, it'd be very difficult because I have so many different because every single one of those shirts is a different club. So I have clubs from all over the world. And like, for instance, I've been recently buying quite a lot of Turkish teams, partly because they're really cheap. And it's really difficult to remember the names of fourth division Turkish teams, partly because I don't know how to pronounce them. Um, it's one of those things where if I was to find the shirt on a shirt online for a club, I could say whether or not I own one somewhere of a season so I've not bought a duplicate yet, but as I get closer towards my goal of a thousand, it's possible that may happen. So it's it's getting tough. Dare I ask what happens when you reach that one thousand shirt goal? I don't know actually. I think I, I can't remember when I first started if that was something that I knew immediately that I was wanting to do. I, I like to set myself goals, and I thought a hundred is it's a decent number, but it's it's not that unattainable whereas a thousand again it's a nice number and it's it's not impossible but it's certainly a, it's going to take a lot of effort i think the idea was i'd get to a thousand and maybe i would sell them and that would be like a deposit for my house i thought this was probably the best way that i'm going to save money and not just you know waste away on fifa points or you know takeaways <laughs> but to be honest as I slowly, and I say slowly, get towards that number, I just think it's going to be impossible to sort of let them go. I don't think <laughs> I can do that. I don't think I can do that. It'll just continue. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you'll do. You'll do one thousand, and the next goal will be two thousand or three thousand or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, you've got to think. I've been doing this for nine years almost, and I'm not even halfway. And I buy a lot of shirts. Even if you buy one a week, that's only 52 a year. That's yeah. still 10 years away from not even being a 1,000. So <laughs> I've got enough time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any uh, rules then when it comes to the the shirts? Uh, so you kind of touched on upon it before about not a lot of English clubs. Is there no other English clubs at all then? No. So as a Chelsea fan, I just can't. I know that your previous guest was uh, also a Huddersfield sort of um, resident. He seemed to be very keen on, wasn't necessarily bothered about the clubs. It was more about the shirts. Is I think that's a great thing that people have got all sorts of different views and opinions in, in this community. Um, for me, I just can't deal with that i as a chelsea fan it was even difficult for me to have a barcelona or a psg shirt because oh, i just wow. dislike those teams just as much as i like for instance dislike spurs or liverpool if i had to i would maybe do go down the non-league route because the likelihood of those teams that are playing chelsea is slim though after this season uh, yeah <laughs> maybe quicker than maybe i anticipate yeah. um but there are technically a couple of ways I can get around it. There's a couple of teams that play. There's one team that plays in Wales, TNS, you're probably familiar with. They're kind of half Welsh, half English. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's Berwick Rangers that play in Scotland, but technically they're English. Oh. So there's a way of getting around it by saying they won't ever play Chelsea because they play in Scotland, but they are technically English. So I think that's mm. the one way to cheat the system. As yeah. for the other rules, they're all brand new tags because I don't wear them, other than the occasional photo shoot that I do in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> that's it. And then I try to have sponsors on most of them, 
partly because it's it's a little bit more difficult sometimes to find shirts with, with the sponsors on, especially if you know that they do exist. If a team doesn't have a sponsor on at all, I will just avoid and wait for another season. Or if it's a special shirt like you know the Manta de Massa shirts that were very popular, there's not really a sponsor on there. So it's either I avoid it or I just take the hit. And then the final other sort of rule is I generally go for mediums just because that's the size that I wear. So if for whatever reason I decided I want to wear them, I could. And also medium along with large is like the most popular sizes. So again, if push comes to shove and I do decide to sell, then um, it makes it a little bit easier. So when did you start the YouTube channel then? So I think I've always had the idea of wanting to do something on YouTube, but it was trying to find what that niche was. It was before lockdown that I released my first few videos, but it was really... I mean, the, I mean, it's like anybody who releases content, and maybe the similar for yourself with the podcast. If you look back at those first few episodes, those few videos, I mean, you will never cringe as much as in your life. It's I can't still go I still cringe to, now. <laughs> it, it is difficult. You get you get you do get over it, but I can't look at those first videos. I, it just I would just turn inside out. It's horrific. <laughs> and to be honest. I, I'd like to think there is some improvement, but I, I know ultimately still I have those sort of ideas in my head and I need to think, no, I can't be like that anymore. I think I really got into the YouTube boys when it was lockdown because it was my way of staying sane because I was living, I still am living by myself. And I thought, well, I've definitely got plenty of time because I was one of the furloughed workers. So it was literally just sat in this office and I thought, well, why not? Let's go for it. And I think because everyone else was sort of, at home as well you're able to pick up a little bit of traction obviously some people were able to, yeah. to really really go with it but it was it was a nice way of sort of creating connections with other people and helping through those those periods because i know a lot of people subsequently messaged myself saying you know just watching some of the videos was was useful to get through it it's kind of easy easy watching easy listening it's, it's don't expect drama or fireworks or controversy it's it is simple stuff um but i mean i'm going to be opening the shirts regardless so why not just film it and if other people find that interesting then you know that's great yeah a lot of people do find the you said it not me the simple stuff it's simple but a lot of people like simplicity simplicity works i remember when i during lockdown i wasn't furthered i was working but i remember watching yourself and ellis platinum Mm. away days they were the only two football shirt channels i watched really so yeah, no, he definitely, he, obviously, Ellis was the one who really sort of went with it. I mean, I think he took advantage of the, the sort of the mystery box hype that was going on. And, you know, he was obviously very good at marketing that in that respect. You know, I've, I've, I've spoke with him and seen him in person and he's just, he's just a great guy. So it's good that, you know, people who are, you know, genuine, genuine people have been able to sort of take advantage of it and, and sort of hopefully grow the hobby that we're all involved in. Yeah, that's nice of you to say that he's humble and a nice lad because I've had a few people on who here on here who I've met him and they've said the exactly the same thing. So it's always good when someone who gets to the heights he has and obviously he'll still be a lot of steps to go in his own eyes, but to still be the same guy as he is, and that's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's all you can ask for, really. I mean, obviously, you, you never know these anything could change people, and he's you know he's, he's a little bit younger than I, I think, anyway. So. It, you know, you have to be grounded. But, um, you know, I think if we were to sort of have somebody champion our sort of hobby, I'm happy with it being him if that's the sort of role that he wishes to hold. So when you're buying your shirts and you mentioned Ellis and the mystery boxes, have you, you've delved into the mystery boxes before, haven't you, on your channel? When you said mystery boxes, a certain certain story (laughs) came to my mind if you want to share it. Yeah, yeah. So I think probably the first video that sort of took off, other than when I just did a video showing all the shirts in one place, I I, I ordered one of the classic football shirts ones. And um, so obviously it comes in the big box. And the idea is naturally you get a T-shirt and you get a load of other sort of tats, really. You get some shorts and a poster and some trading cards, etc. I thought, this is going to be great. You know, it could be anything could be in here. I, I wasn't necessarily bothered about what shirt it was it was just about the experience and then 
you open up the box and um, I was greeted with not a football shirt, but a just a generic t-shirt that you'd find at Sports Direct. And the hilarious part of this for everybody else other than myself was that it was an Arsenal one. And it was it was literally just the cannon. So it was the cannon on the front. I can't remember if it said Arsenal or something. It wasn't a football shirt. It was just no, yeah. a sports threat t-shirt. And I just thought, this could not have gone any more worse than it has done. I think also there was a poster of El Hajjouf in there. I thought, oh, that's great. I'll just add that to the pile. Um <laughs> What is so, worse out of those two? El, a poster of El Hajju for that Arsenal t shirt. I mean, they might have just thrown in some Spurs shorts and then a Liverpool scarf, and I'd have had to burn down the entire office because it was just terrible. But, you know, I mean, look, it's, it, in, in hindsight, it's funny. And I've had, unfortunately, many occasions now where I've had to deal with classical ball shirts to get things changed, including something this week. Um, but the customer service is very good. So, you know, we get there eventually. How much were the classic football shirts, mission boxes? Because I remember ordering one. I'm trying to find on my phone now what I what I got. I want to say it's, it was something like forty pounds, possibly. You reckon it was? I reckon yeah. it was around about that like ballpark, something like that. So, I mean, you you're not getting forty pounds worth of stuff, specifically if you don't yeah. get a football shirt. Uh, I think they. I mean, I, I, I I'm not going to say it's to do with myself, but I know that there were quite a few of the people around that time who opened similarly, and they got really terrible stuff i think one person got a real madrid vest top I, training I, remember, I remember that picture on twitter yeah and i i thought i mean that would have been amazing to see that one so i think they <laughs> stopped doing the boxes for quite some time because they were such poorly received and but ultimately it's their own you know they who they could not know one to blame for other than themselves they were the one that put them together I know that they've been releasing them recently i'm not sure how good they are but hopefully there's a little bit more sort of value in them. Have you not dared delve back into them then? <laughs> I think it might be quite an interesting video, you know, just sort of a to revisit as if to say, you know, this is what what you know could back as a bit of a throwback. Um I have been tempted. Maybe I should do it. I think it would be quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if you get like a a Tottenham vest or just something absolutely rubbish again. It'll be it only be amazing content if it's something really <laughs> good or something really bad. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I I don't live too far away from the headquarters, so if they want to do that again, yeah. I'll be happy to get on the train and drop it at their front door and be like, no, not happening. <laughs> I ended up selling the shirt I got from them. I got okay. a, oh, My pronunciation of this is going to be awful. It's a French team, I believe. And Evian Fonden Gaillard? Gallard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say Jayard, but I don't know what's the correct one. Ah, yes, yes, I have their away shirts. I don't know if it's in the same season, but I have one of theirs. Ah, I remember when I, when I opened it, it was like a, it was like French, definitely a French team, isn't it? They are French, aren't they? Yeah, they definitely are French, but I have a feeling that they either went bankrupt or they had some financial issues, and I'm not certain if they exist, in, or at least in that version. It might be ah. confused with another team, but I, I have a sneaky suspicion that's what it, what it is. Ah. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, it reminded me of the Tour de France because it was like a cycle. It looked like a cycling, <laughs> cycling wear, and, and it felt like it. Oh, just latex. It was awful. I think I got, I got, funny enough, some RC lens shorts there. I could get mm. use out of them, so they're quite good. Some Lotto mm. socks, and I, I'll try. I'll try and find the poster of who I got. It's in oh, is it better than El Hajju? This is the question. Well, and, and anyone's better than El Hajju, aren't <laughs> Oh, I found the socks I've got. They're still in the pocket, actually. So there's a lot of standard socks. I got Fiorentina socks, which, to be honest, have been quite useful in the winter. Oh, yeah, that's well. At least you got something there, other than that Arsenal. Oh, yeah, no, it was, it was a definite win. Definite win. <laughs> I can't find this poster. I believe it was. I'll have to Google if this player actually played. For, it was a Wolves player. It was oh. the, the. It's when they wore the. The, the, it was in the Dorito era. Oh, okay then. Oh, it's not who I thought it was. I thought it was Dean Saunders for some stupid reason, but it was definitely wasn't Dean Saunders. I can't remember who it was. That's going to annoy me now. I don't want to keep looking for it because I'm making loads of noise rustling in the box. Oh, that's going to annoy me who that was now. 
Well, I mean, it's it's not Ronaldo or yeah, Hoppy, so it's it's not spectacular. Oh, they did. Uh, you just reminded me with Totty there. They did uh, posters as well. A poster came with it. Yes, I, got, I got a quite a cool Italy 2006 World Cup 2006 poster, so that was quite cool. Oh, I didn't nice. do too bad actually. Yes, you did very well. Yes, yeah, thank you. For that. That's very good. I think the poster I got was Italy ninety shirts, I think, Ooh. which you know some people would take use of that. And for me, it's not that interesting. But what is your so favorite era of shirts then? In general, is it? Are you into the newest stuff or because a lot of it swayed with every single person I've had on here. A lot of people love the nineties, a lot of people love the noughties, but then a lot of people love the more modern shirts. Where which camp are you in? So I'm kind of the antithesis of your previous guest. I just don't find much love for the vintage shirts. I appreciate the designs, but for me, you know, I grew up I got into football in two thousand. So it's like anybody it's anybody's when you're growing up and you're young those sort of first 10 or so years, your teen years, the formative years are where you really sort of connect. Now, unfortunately, I'd say that period of time, those shirts were not amazing. Those early 2000 shirts were not spectacular. They were pretty simple and plain. I do find myself gravitating towards the contemporary ones, literally this season's shirts, last season's shirts, anything within the five years. I think the quality of the material is better. You know, I prefer, you know, the player versions. Yes, you have to pay a little bit more money. But for me, it's more to do with the materials. And because I can't really pull off a 90s medium because it's effectively like an extra large. And yeah, it's just one of those things. So whilst I appreciate the design and I, I like a throwback, I love a throwback. Um, I just recently opened up a Barry shirt, a special edition, the one that they released this season, which has the Il Trinino on the front. It's the celebration where the, the players all sort of go in the human centipede behind each other. Um, very, very interesting, very, very strange. It's a Kappa shirt, beautiful shirt. Oh, um, but it's, 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 it's designed and feels like a classic shirt. So I feel like if you buy the newer shirts, you still kind of can have that sort of bit of influence from the previous past. So you're not missing out necessarily. So I'd say for me, newer shirts are the most interesting yeah we touched upon i can't remember if it was me and alex or me and uh jed the week before a lot of manufacturers seem to be going back down that retro 90s noughties route don't they with the shirt designs and some of the materials and stuff like that yeah yeah i think you know it's like nostalgia sells obviously it's all about making as much money as you possibly can um i hope that it's not something that's so obvious that they keep doing it because you know i want them to create styles now that in 10 yeah. 15 years time they're going to be wanting to throw back to so i think it's good to have a balance um and with football it's always good that you you know you you, you stay close to your roots and you, you know you understand where you come from so it's you know try not to defer too much from your not normal colors um and, and you know these little small bits that certain certain manufacturers are better than others at doing it um certain manufacturers i wouldn't trust with anything um but you know it's you know not mentioning puma um uh, but <laughs> but ones like capra etc you know they're, they're 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 pretty good at it yeah capra have had a bit of a resurgence in recent years in the, mm. in the 90s they were iconic as as well as umbro I'd say even you know you just named up them Puma in the ninety in the nineties with the Puma King stuff unbelievable, mm. yeah. But then there's some stuff like I don't like the Castor or Castor however you pronounce it. I don't like their shirts this season. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I've not that's I mean I've got probably close to ninety different brands in my entire collection, but I don't have any Castor shirts. I think <laughs> the one that I probably would go for is I need I don't know why I don't own one of these yet is a Severe shirt. Um, and maybe this season's one would be quite useful with them just yeah. winning the uh, Europa League. I think they're actually quite nicely detailed. You've got a, some of those shirts where you have to zoom in to really understand what's going on. Um, but I think that could be useful. Um, I know that they've done stuff with Leverkusen, which could be interesting, but I don't know. Other than that, I've not really had much interaction with them. So with the shirts in your collection then, are you just going for any... Is it what you fancy? Have you got a 
you've come across the club recently, or is it just oh, I like the look of that shirt? It's a good price. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna have it. It's at this point now. It's literally anything that pops up. Or to be honest, I get quite a few people messaging me saying, "Oh, check this out." And at some point, I'm gonna start blocking some people because I'm running out of money. Yeah, it's it's terrible that, that, that it's like I, I know this specific person. I know exactly what it's going to be. They sent me a photograph. It's not from their holidays. It's going to be a football shirt. And then I open it up, and it's like one of the best football shirts you've ever seen. And the price is in three figures. And you're thinking, okay, then would be rude not to. So it's. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, as long as it's not an English team and I don't already have it, I'd probably go for it. Um, I'm I. I have sort of smaller goals, like the ultimate goal is a thousand. Smaller goals are to have one from every nation club shirt. That is, that's tricky because a lot of nations just don't really have great sort of access outside of their country they live in. Hence, sort of like North Korea is going to be a difficult one to do. Might have to catch a plane over there and sneak something out. Oh, don't be but, doing that! Don't be doing that! Don't be doing. No, definitely. Oh no, definitely won't be doing that. Definitely won't be doing that. All right. Okay, then I'll have to cancel that trip. Um, but you know, I always say you never know. Like this week, I've just got one from Classic Football shirts from East Timor, which is a country that I never anticipated owning anything from. But I feel like I say that every single time, and then it appears. So I think eventually, I should get close enough to a full set. Um, if not, I'm going to have to go on some holidays. Yeah. Is that the most obsc- obscure place you've got a, a shirt from then? Um, possibly. I've never, I've never even heard of that before. Where, where was you that might again? have heard East... it as T- it's, well, you can either call it East Timor. I think it's or it's called Timor Leste, which I believe it's towards the it's like Indonesia way. I think oh, yeah. um, it's one of those ones where, depending on what side you're on, you'll call it something else. Um, it's It's a small nation. And I think probably, possibly that's what it is. It's all perspective. You know, I've, you know, I speak with people that are located all over the world. So it's like, if this person lives in Africa, it might not necessarily be as exciting if I own an Ethiopian shirt as somebody who sits in the UK, you know, to own a shirt from Ethiopia. That's, that's pretty special. That is. Um, So it's, I mean, there's probably loads that I won't ever achieve to get in my collection. I think like those, um, small island nations sort of fiji and new caledonia and all those it's gonna be difficult but yeah, um you never know it, it literally it just can pop up anywhere and you think wow this is my one chance you gotta go for it what's your favorite shirt in your is it hard, is that a hard question for the 500 shirt one it would be easy asking for the the chelsea versions <sighs> Well, no, to be honest, it's, I mean, it's, it's similar to like, what, who's your favorite child as a parent? And just, I've got 500 of these little buggers running around <sighs> without sounding too corny or, or, or something. My favorite shirt is the one that I don't own yet. You know, it's, it's the one oh. that I'm looking for sort of thing. I've had a few that I've had some sort of efforts to try and get. Those are the ones I suppose I, I, I guess there's one of a team in South America called Sol de America. And it's a beautiful shirt. I got it with help of a contact who lives in, in South America. And it's got this beautiful sort of constellation, star sign sort of design. Um, those ones with that take, I mean, I think that took maybe about six months to sort of get over the line. So those ones, I sort of appreciate a little bit more. And when it comes to Chelsea, it's a difficult one. I mean, it's always your first is always memorable. So, um, in fact, a, a, qu- a quick little story in that one. It was the 2001 2003 home shirt, uh, Fly Emirates Umbro. That's the sort of period yeah. we're talking about. And then I'd, I'd probably got into Chelsea around about 2000. And I remember sat in my mum's car and it was coming up to Christmas. And she goes to me, she goes, Oh, who's your favorite Chelsea player at the moment? Uh, and I said Zola, obviously, because you know anybody yeah. watching Chelsea, that that's that's who it was. And she sort of was like, "Oh, okay, then what what, what do you think about Hasselbank?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, Hasselbank's great, you know, it's fine, it's, you know, love Hasselbank, Jimmy's great." And then not like two or three weeks later, it's Christmas morning, and I open it up, and I have my Hasselbank shirt there laying <laughs> in front of me, and quite clearly she'd bought it before asking me, and yeah. then realised that. 
it wasn't quite the player that I maybe would have wanted. But <laughs> to be honest, you know, I, I love Jimmy and other than Drogba and maybe Anelka and possibly Costa, it's one of the few strikers <laughs> that actually knows how to score goals for Chelsea. So I'll definitely yeah. take that one. Chelsea yeah. would definitely take him back this season, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'd take <laughs> any of them Even back, at his like, current, current, current age. Yeah, any of them. Just bring them back. You know, put them on corners. They can knock it in. It's fine. <laughs> so is that that Chelsea shirt your favourite Chelsea shirt of all time just because of the memories <sighs> that's associated with it and when you got into into Chelsea? Yeah, I'd say so. For sentimentally, that I'd say so. The one that I wore the most is probably the 2006-2008 one. So it's, we're into Adidas now. Sort of that team geist area period. It's one that where we had the same... With the white collar. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. And it's where we sort of start sharing the same styles as Liverpool as well. Um, and on that one, because it was you know back when we used to have two seasons for a shirt, can you imagine? And on there, because I always like to get all my shirts personalised, and I, I, I'm somewhat of a contrarian a little bit when it comes to players. Like, everyone knows Terry and Lampard and Drogba. Everyone walks around with those. So I went for Cavallo. He was my favourite oh, player at the time. That's not a bad shout, though, is it, Ricardo Carvalho? He's a hell of a player. He is such an... I mean, I'll say this anyway, but I feel like he's just underrated a little bit by by sort of just the general footballing world. Massively agree, to be honest with you. Uh, He was sort of the perfect partner to Terry. Terry is obviously sort of rock-solid English, and then sort of Carvalho is that cheeky, a little bit naughty, but a little bit more technical defender yeah. that it just, it just worked together so I, I wore that one the most and you can see it because like the numberings all got cracked and split down the center um and i know that there are some sort of people out there that fix these things they've got the facilities to do so but i kind of feel like do i really want to do that the fact that it's worn and, and it kind of that is the story behind the shirt if i start fixing it then it loses a little bit of that sort of magic so i'd say that's probably the one that i'd save along with my first one in, in a fire, if that happened. Yeah, if you do go, if you're maybe selling it, you'd maybe think about repairing it to get some of the value back in it. But if, if you're yeah. not selling it, why get it? Because it's kind of memories and adds to that sentimental, doesn't it? It shows that you've loved it and worn it, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I think, I, I think ultimately, unless something terrible, really terrible happened, I, I couldn't ever let my Chelsea shirts go like that is it's so much of what I'm about even as just a person the memories that I you know I attach most of my positive and some negative memories to to those moments that Chelsea have brought so it's you know if I get rid of the shirts I'm kind of losing a lot of of my lived experience so uh, it would be a little bit difficult to do so unfortunately because I've asked you what your favorite and favorite Chelsea shirt is what is your yeah. least favorite Chelsea shirt okay then um so let me think this is where I struggle because I've got a lot going through so there was I think it was the first season when we came we joined with Nike they were I think they were playing a little bit safe home shirts there I'm not great with with seasons on numbers um so but it was the first one we had and it was a very plain effort which is okay because, you know, I suppose it's just blue, but I kind of like a little bit of stuff. Even with the one, the, I say current season, it's just finished. This one is quite plain, but the collar adds a little bit of something yeah. towards it, you know. Let me think. I'm, I'm sure there's probably some away shirts that are a bit suspect, um, sort of the black and grey ones. The, the shirt you're on about is the 2017-80. Yeah, that's, yes, yeah, that's, that's the one. Plain as anything, isn't it? Yeah, it's the sort of thing you'd expect to see as sort of like, you know, a second division Bulgarian team wearing as a template. <laughs> you know, this is where yeah. Chelsea boys, let's let's not mess around. <laughs> Even the away shirt that season is a bit Is that the well. is it like an off white ish yeah, colour? With, with, with a blue line down there. Yeah, I'm trying to think who have I got on the back of that one? Is it have I got mm, Gary Cahill, possibly, something like that? Oh, well, Not Gary Cahill. I have another one. It's Marcus Alonso I've got on the back of that one. Probably the only person with a Marcus Alonso shirt in the world. <laughs> the third shirt from that 2017-18 season. Do you remember that black? Yes, I, I, I like that one probably the most. I'm, who have I got on the back of that one? I think that one is possibly with Christensen, which is another player that's now left and oh, he's actually yeah, doing really well. 
doing really yeah. well, um, which is uh, typical. But I've, I've I've covered most of the Chelsea players that we've had. So all your Chelsea shirts, do they have name sets on the back and all badges and whatnot? Yeah, I I avoid doing the badges now. You see the one I'm wearing now. It's partly because uh, maybe it's just the way that I am and I don't know how to wash clothes. But I feel like <laughs> they, they always just peel off. I don't know if it's because I used to buy them from a sports direct and the one where I live is just pretty useless and they just don't apply them properly. So I just stopped buying those. Unless we win the league, then I quite like the gold ones. But I have a feeling it might be a, might be a while before that happens again. So, you know, it's 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 it saves a little bit of money. You know, they are getting a little bit more expensive these shirts. Um, and to be honest, most of the players that I've been adding recently have been, you know, not not specifically great. Like the one here is Sterling on the back, not being not being that great. The away shirt I've got Chilwell on, which is fine, but yeah. He's quite injury prone and then the third shirt i've got mudrick on the back which <sighs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a gamble isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that one i remember when i did the video of it i was like this guy's the next hazard he's gonna be the best player of all time and i'm looking at it thinking wow this is not looking good but yeah i have faith i have faith yeah, that's why I play. I play a bit of a waiting game with name sets, especially if I'm getting opposition clubs. Like, say, first person that comes to my mind, Bellingham at Dortmund. If I was to get a Dortmund shirt, I'd hang on. I'd hang fire with getting Bellingham on the back. He looks like yeah. he's going to Real Madrid, so that's acceptable. Mm. When he was getting linked to Liverpool, I was worried. I was like, no, can't be having, <laughs> can't be having that in my collection at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what obviously, when it comes to the, obviously Manchester United, do you generally go for those sort of name sets then, or is it is it just depending on how you feel about the player at the moment? Or for the past few seasons, it's been hard because especially last season, not season's just gone. The season uh, where Oli got sucked halfway through, you just I hated half the team. <laughs> So, <laughs> and it was just all. It's just an, some of the shirts. Some of the shirts are probably the best trio of shirts we've had in recent years. But the players, it's just like, and the memories that come with it, it's just like, I don't want any of you on the back of that shirt. The one no. player I would probably add on after, like if I was to get a name to add it on now, would be Garnacho, because I'm a massive mm. fan of Garnacho. And I was actually, made his debut against Chelsea when we drew one all at Old Trafford. He came on, he was only on for a, a few minutes. That was funny enough, his Premier League debut. So maybe that mm. would be the names that I'd get from that season. You'd obviously probably think of Ronaldo, but with what's happened this season, you're gonna to have to wait a few years for that to for the dust to settle there, I think. So it's a tough one. <laughs> it is a tough one. I think name sets are tough. Yeah, no, they are truly are tough. Um I think the worst one I've got at Chelsea was I got Quadrado. Um we got him oh, and yeah. you know we actually we actually had him and I, I think he came in January. I got the shirt and I'm I, I can't even remember if he played more than five games for us. Uh, and then he left. I think he left on loan. I think initially for that that summer. And yeah. it's like, I've worn that shirt more than he has. Um, so you know, it, it is a minefield. But I suppose it's you look back and you go, oh yeah, I remember that person. Oh, oh yeah, what a terrible purchase that was. Yeah, thinking about it, I'm actually scarred because I had a. I've shared it before on the podcast. The Mason Greenwood shirt, so that's absolute. That's scarred me for life with getting a name set. So, even with the Garnacho thing, I'm like, I'm just gonna hold up. Maybe until he retires, actually. But then even look at Ryan Giggs for God's sake. Even after people retire, they turn out to be not very nice people. So, yeah, that's why you should always go for someone safe and nice and normal, like Ashley Cole or John Terry. You <laughs> <laughs> can always rely on these players never to do anything stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that you know you've actually put me off name sets now talking about it there's no no one's safe nobody is safe no there is no there is literally nobody safe i suppose i'm just waiting for the scandal to come out with angola Kante, and then that's it you know i'm no, ready for it that wouldn't just break chelsea hearts i'd break everyone's hearts wouldn't it but he'd be the yeah. perfect person wouldn't he you know oh he's just a nice guy drives a mini cooper everywhere and he's yeah. a millionaire it's like yeah there's something going yeah on. And now he's just selling fireworks to underage kids. You know, it's like, it's just terrible. You know. <laughs> Have you got many Kante shirts at all then or not? <laughs> Only seven. No, I've just got <laughs> just the one. And it's it's one of my favorite shirts, actually. It's in a way shirt, which has, it's sort of the, it's a black and gray sort of anthracite charcoal one, the luminous sort of trims. Oh, is that the, um, the, the luminous orange on the trims? 
uh, it's, it's more like a uh, like a highlight a yellow. So I think it's in the WeChat for probably about 2018, 19, sort of around about 18, 19. Uh, it's one I used to wear when I used to do a lot of running. And I think if I wear a Kante shirt, I can run further. Uh, I haven't worn it for a while. Yeah, well, good memories come with that because you, you won the league in that shirt at West Brom, didn't you? Was it that shirt you wore? <sighs> I'm really terrible with those sort of moments. Um, oh, best, we've got goals in time coming up. You need to... <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting the worst possible... <laughs> results on that one I, I, i'm yeah we'll, well let's not spoil that for the listeners but yeah that's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah but a lot of people say that and then they do well so i mean what's i mean what i say one in 90 chance yeah that yeah but yeah. that is a big big chance isn't it good odds i like that i like those odds <laughs> chelsea have actually had quite a lot of hit and miss shirts really haven't they looking through them like you say the 2017 18 period at nike was a bit they're either really dull or there is some interesting ones, aren't there, in Chelsea, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult for people. Some people will always prefer simpler ones. Some people will be like, you know, I don't want there to be nothing on because, you know, we should be expecting, you know, paying all this money. We want a little bit of, you know, effort. So it's, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, the badge is the most important thing. But As a shirt for next season being released yet, yeah, being leaked or anything? So as from what I can remember, I think possibly there's some... Gold trims on the home shirt, if I remember correctly. I mean, these things change. It could be totally different, um, which I don't... I, I'm not a huge fan of gold unless you've won something, so Arsenal fans. Um, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I think the away shirt is actually a throwback to the very original sort of turquoise Eaton blue that we wore right at the beginning. Um, it's a colour that you will see from probably the late no, sorry, early 90s, late 80s, we used to wear it. We've had a few goalkeeper shirts with it, but we've not had an outfield shirt in it for a while. Um, so if you sort of scroll through the sort of archive of Chelsea, you'll see that turquoise level, and that's what we're going to be aiming for. Um, so that'd be mm. quite nice to, to have yeah. that, that colour. Um, and then for the third shirt, I've not seen anything yet. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, yeah, because, well... I don't know if you, you probably have seen, but United have released their shirts for next season. I'm... I'm I like them all, to be fair. Even that away one. That away one's been getting a lot of criticism online. But, you know, Adidas, companies in general, the damnedest to do, damnedest to don't, you know, try to be a bit more adventurous to get slated. Try to be, they're not adventurous and all you're boring, same old stuff. So, can't win, really. No, and it's one of those things, until you see it in person, you know, it can be quite deceptive looking at images, especially if it's, like, not an official one and it's sort of, you know, technically it's an official photo shoot, but it's been taken from somebody hiding in the corner. Yeah. And you can't truly tell what the details are. Um, only then you'll know if it's going to be a hit or a miss. Um, but to be honest, when it comes to Man United, they're not bad. They're not bad shirts. There's, there's, there's seldom shirts that you've released recently that I think are terrible. Even your luminous yellow one, I think, is quite nice. We've we, we have struggled though with Adidas because we have to compete with Arsenal. Arsenal and Adidas are like lovers, aren't they? Just release nice mm. stuff all the time for Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, last season, one that we just, just finished, I mean, their sort of trio of shirts was possibly the best trio of shirts around. And, you know, as yeah. much as that pains to say, I mean, you know, that's the reality. Whereas this season, the home shirt is is fine. The away shirt is interesting. That sort of weird-shaped, luminous one. And then I'm, I'm sure I've seen the, away, the third shirt, but I'm not, can't remember explicitly what that one is. Are they the ones that have just come out for next season, are they? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Oh, I, yeah, wow. I didn't see that away shit. What on earth is yeah, that? There's a lot going on in that one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, wow. That that gives our third shirt for this season run for its money. So mm, yeah. I like that third shirt. That third shirt's nice. That green, that dark yeah. green. Yeah. But yeah, wow. Yeah. That away yeah. shit, Jesus. Yeah, you definitely see them. Yeah, that that's going to hit the sales very early, I think, isn't it? <laughs> but sometimes yeah. those crazy ones, they do, you know, they become cult classics. So you never know. Yeah, yeah, I think I've said that multiple times on here. That you know, the third shirt from the season just gone for United, the season that's just finished, mm. that luminous green that you can't see when on TV because it blends into the grass. I actually really <laughs> like it, but 
it's all about thingy, isn't it? All about opinions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, sometimes I kind of enjoy it when someone, like the whole fan base, hates it because you know you're more likely to pick up some of the shirts. There's been occasions where Chelsea have sold out on a specific shirt, and you, you're like, ah, it's, it's a little <laughs> bit frustrating. Um, but I think that was more to do with COVID, where it's a little bit more restricted. Now it's. I don't think we're selling that many shirts this season anyway, so it's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What like so with the sponsors and so you mentioned it briefly before? Have you got like a favourite Chelsea sponsor? Because Chelsea have had some quite iconic sponsors, really, with Coors Light, Auto Glass, even some of the Samsung stuff's quite. I like the I like the Samsung shirts. Yeah, it's we've it's been pretty clean to be honest because we've not had. I mean, I understand I'm saying that with. I mean, you probably better necessarily see on the uh, podcast, but I've got obviously the three shirt. Um, that one's been a little bit of an eyesore. Um, it depends on how they apply it. The one that I'm wearing now, it's it's more of like of an outline, like a stencil. So it's not a full sponsor. So it's you don't feel like it's constantly sort of creasing up against you as you move around. It's got a bit more give. Um, yeah. So I'd say I'm I'm pleased that three are leaving for the for next season. I'm not sure who the the new one is going to be yet. Um, I, I think there's all sorts of rumors. It's going to be some sort of American company just because of our new owners. Um, but as long as they're paying money, that's really not you know, that's all I care about. When it comes to the ones that I've had experience with, so Fly Emirates was nice. We had Samsung Mobile and then just dropped to the Samsung. Yeah. Yokohama Tires was an interesting one because I thought, I mean, they must obviously be a big company to be able to sort of afford all those sort of such partnerships. Um, I think probably Samsung is the one that I'd probably say is the one I was drawn to the most if I were to look back fondly from my period anyway. Yeah, just because you associate with like the success that Chelsea had in that period, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just the story. Like it's it's about it's not the media. It's the fact that it takes a while and you build it up and you get there. So it's almost like the history of Adidas Chelsea culminates with that Champions League victory. So it's it's that's what I prefer. What what about yourself? With you know, are you still happy with the current sponsors or? At my United, that is the team <sighs> on the new shirts. I don't know if it's just the pictures, but the sponsor looks massive. I don't know if, if you've actually seen mm-hmm. like the, the pictures I've seen, but the sponsor looks massive. I don't know if that's just the way the photos have come out because there seems to be like a someone's took a picture of a photo shoot that's happened. If they're not like hiding, they've took an actual screenshot or something, so the some of it's mm. a bit blurry and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a massive hater of the team. Anything's better than the, the Chevrolet sponsor that we that we had for the mid 2010s. That's just awful. AIG, Aon, uh, AIG was similar time to Chelsea, Samsung. So there's a lot of success and stuff there. But yeah, Vodafone yeah. was a good sponsor, but it was a bit in the lull of the. 2000s that i think yeah. of the 2004 five period mm. i just can't look past sharp and sharp for me i know it's i'm born in 96 so i was in the bang in the middle of the sharp era but looking back at the shirts especially this one yeah yeah love the sharp sponsor yeah i think i would prefer like the sharp or like a samsung it just if it's just simple text the name yeah it's just that's all you need. And especially if it's like a big enough company, you don't, you know, everyone knows what they are. So you don't have to throw in some sort of mascot or something. Yeah. Um, which I think maybe, possibly, I'd have preferred three just for the word three, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because I think of like uh, Bayern with T Mobile, that's that their sponsor works. Yeah. So yeah. telecom uh, companies do work. Arsenal, O2, I've said yeah. United and Vodafone. There is a way for it to work, but. It's yeah. just they have to get it right. I think uh, I don't know if you know him, uh, Kit King Dom. I speak to him quite regularly. He's a United fan, but he does very good. Like a shirt will get released, or someone will send him a picture of a shirt, and he he has an app where he can change detailings and stuff. And he removes the Team Viewer logo, yeah, and just get the Team Viewer text on United shirts. And it, I don't know how shirt manufacturers or these companies don't see what works. I know they want to get their brand and stuff in, but come on, yeah. see see what works. Yeah, no, I, I'm, a, I'm I follow that Instagram account, and it's great because you know it's you, a lot of the stuff is 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 better than what is being released, you know, officially. And it's you sort of think, you know, it, it takes somebody a couple of seconds or a few minutes to look at it and think, you know, 
quite clear that this is a better approach, and yet these companies will spend six to however many months deliberating over it, and then they end up with sort of this shirt, and you think, hmm, is that the best you could do? Yeah, so it, I've just gone onto his Instagram. He hasn't done an actual – he must have just sent me the picture about the team viewer, but he's yeah. changed the, 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 the new United home shirt that's allegedly – got black stripes, black Adidas stripes, but he's there to change it to white and better instantly. Yeah. Adidas, come on. Either sort your shit out or give Dom a job, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not interested in having gold trims now? Like you say, you have to earn the gold strips, I think. You do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I say I like the sort of the Chelsea shirt that we wore after the Champions League victory win, which is yeah. where we had the, the gold stuff. Um, yeah. That was, I think I think it, it works then. It definitely works then. Yeah, you have to earn it. We had it in, on the 2006-07 uh, AIG shirt, but we hadn't earned the success, but we got success from it. So That was actually a really nice shirt. That was that period for you guys, I think, those home shirts that you had. I like those, even though it breaks my heart seeing them in the Champions League final. They were, you know, they were they were nice shirts. They were nice shirts. Yeah, but Karma's got us with that shirt because that Champions League shirt we wore it the next season. Well, the strips on the back, awful. Like you said before about washing stuff, they just peel off at the first instance. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a dangerous game. You'd have thought by now they'd have they'd have some new technology where it's. You know, it's it's guaranteed to last, but I suppose, you know, it is what it is. No one could create the Pevic kit because there's always someone in the background going, oh, it should be like this. You're like, mm, okay, fair enough. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, Dan, we touched on it briefly before. Are you ready for goals in time? Oh, yes, definitely. 100%. Let's go for it. <laughs> Have you got a ballpark of where you want to... Finishing the league, the way you've been talking about it, I presume it's just not bottom. Well, let's stick with the current uh, sort of theme as Chelsea. As long as we don't get relegated, I think we're pretty happy. (laughs) So, you know, anything above that is fine. Yeah, I've never been particularly great when it comes to um, focusing on numbers or even squad numbers. I'm terrible at squad numbers. I couldn't tell you anybody's squad number. It just doesn't do just it doesn't do anything for me. It's weird. I don't don't quite know what it is, but uh, yeah, yeah, for someone who loves loves a name set at the back of the shirt, you thought you'd be yeah. quite clued in on the squad. I can't even tell you what number John Terry wore. I think it was a twenty something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just more interested in what they do on the field than what's on the back of their shirt. So, so we had Alex on last week, and he was a bit. He had a similar mentality to you. He was like, I just don't want to embarrass myself. Don't want to come bottom. He came third. So, good lad. You know, good lad. You know, there is, there is first place is Jed. Uh, mm-hmm. All things football. He yep. was he's a Coventry City fan. He got fourteen points over the five goals. Okay, right. And then last place, uh, Zeki at Fresh Shirts UK, Norwich, yep. and Mick. I collect West Ham shirts. West Ham. They're both on eighty-eight. Okay, then let's hit triple figures. Then <laughs> you'll be the if you do though, you, you'll be the first to do it. So nice. I want that wooden spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your first goal. I'm not confident here because you've kind of downplayed yourself and not gone quite far back with this goal. Not. To, it's an iconic goal though. I like to say that to all the guests. Iconic goals. Iconic moments. Okay. Twenty ninth of April, two thousand and six. Chelsea beat Man United 3-0 to secure the title. Okay. If you remember if you've watched the Wayne Rooney documentary, this is where he wore the extra long studs. Don't know if you've seen that to do some harm to his England teammate John Terry. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, this is Joe Cole's goal to I make it 2-0. Oh, you, you know it, you, you know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe Cole's goal to make it 2-0 in a game that finished 3-0. That's a little bit. I'm gonna look away while it plays. 
Good goal. Good goal. And here's Joe Cole. Brilliant. Chelsea. Start the party now. Wow. Once, <laughs> let me just have a moment when we actually scored goals. Thank you. <laughs> Not a striker scoring them, though, sir. So. T- I don't care anymore. Just give me anybody. <laughs> give me anybody. <laughs> uh, what minute was Joe Cole's goal in back in 2006? Mm. Right then. So, right, I'm trying to think. Where were the shadows on the pitch? And what time would that be <laughs> compared to the sun? Two now. I don't know why. I, I I remember. I watched the game. I remember the goal. I, don't, I have a feeling it was before half time, just before half time, and I don't. I probably now is probably not that whatsoever. And if I was to say, as a uneducated guess, I will say, I'll start with my favourite number. We'll go with thirty six. Let's say thirty sixth minute on that one. Thirty six. It was the sixty first. Yes, I knew that it was almost similar. Similar. Good. Good start. Good start. Can we get some of things? If you somehow do this, I will give you every single shirt I own. I will buy Actually, better than that, I will buy every single shirt that you want if you manage to get four tickets. I'll just take a mystery box and pack all shirts. (laughs) Go wrong. The second goal is a more recent one, but it's still... It's not this year then. <laughs> On the 14th of April in 2009, Chelsea drew with Liverpool 4 all in the Champions League. Okay. This is probably the best goal of the night. It's Alex's goal to make the score oh. 2 all on the night. Free kick, wasn't it? Yes, lovely. See, you, rem- you remember the goals. It's just I know the goals. To- I have no yeah. idea when they were scored. <laughs> it's Alex! That's absolutely right. So, <laughs> I'm trying to think, right? So, I th- was it Fabio Aurelio that scored the first goal with a free kick where he can't check, a free- off the line. can't check off the line yet? Well, I think they were shooting towards the other end. So, I think that must be mean it's, it's in the second half. It's going to be in the first half now. It's going to be in the second half. But um, obviously, there's a lot more goals to come. So, surely it would be towards the beginning of it. Um. Why couldn't you have done the Champions League final? I know when Drogba scored. Let's go with 57. It's absolutely, this is why I love this. It, that's absolutely bang on. Absolutely bang on 57th minute. I am staggered that that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really, not just, you know, don't want to be patronising, don't want to, you know, sound like I'm trying to pick you up. That is a really hard guess to get because it's a game that finished for all. Mm. And there's a game, and that's the score line to make it two all. So there's still eight more goals to come. Is that right? Yeah, eight more goals to come. No, four more goals to come. Four more goals to come. My math. You see, my math is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's still right number now, right now. Yeah. So yeah, still four more goals to come. Yeah, I mean that was literally the the moment where you know, as a Chelsea fan, those were the best moments. Those games against Liverpool and Barcelona. So yeah, what a throwback. Yeah, the Chelsea Liverpool games are in the Champions League. There's so many. I could. The good thing about Chelsea being so successful, especially in recent times in the 2000s, there's just so many goals to to choose from. Oh, well, I'm happy I've got one at least, so that's fine. Third goal, Dan. Yes. 15th of May, 2010. Okay. Chelsea beat Portsmouth one nil in the FA Cup final. Yeah, this is obviously Didier Drogba's goal to yes. win the FA Cup for Chelsea. Oh, he is the, uh, the the goal scoring cup finalist, the champion of it. Let's have a look at this one. It'll be Didier Drogba. It's in. Hit the post and went in, but it's in. Didier Drogba and long, long last. That noise of it hitting the post. <laughs> There isn't much of a better sound, to be honest. Anytime it hits yeah. the post or a crossbar is, is 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 beautiful. What is not going to be beautiful is this <laughs> answer I'm going to give you. I have no idea. When can it? When was it? I can't even think. I'm trying to think, where was I? Hmm. Was that the year I was in prison? No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, hmm. 
Taking free kicks, Pompey. We've had some where we've had early goals. We've had some where we've had later goals. Right. Hmm. Was it a last-minute sort of thing? Oh, I'm, I, if, see, if I play tactically and I say 45, then less likely it's going to be a massive difference. If I start saying something like three, then there's a bigger chance that I screw up. So because I'm a gambler, no, 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 no one's ever thought of doing that. Just saying 45 for every single one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I beat the system. I am gonna, for some reason, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to say 79 minutes. 79 minutes. Ooh, 59 minutes. Yeah, Not, 59 yeah. minutes. Yeah, you. I saw you um, in arm between 59 and 79, but you went 79. <laughs> yeah, that's is that. Yeah, I, I, I remember, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> we seem to be good at getting these second half goals. I'm seeing. Well, I'll be very disappointed and a, a bit confused if you don't get this one because you just alluded to it on the other goal on the 19th okay. of May in 2012. Bayern Munich drew one all with Chelsea in regulation time. Oh yes, and this is this is Didier Drogba's goal to make it one all. I completely forgot about this when, but when I was getting the clip some of the most iconic commentary of all time. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just <laughs> just listen to the. This isn't... By the way, when this goes in, this isn't Dan making the noise. Or actually, it might be, so... It, it, it actually is. <laughs> they pulled the rabbit out of the hat again! Can you believe it? Chelsea... It's. Oh, I'm not even a Chelsea fan. I'm not a ma I'm not even. I don't really even like them. But the people <laughs> that do not rate Didier Drogba, I don't get uh, it. I will die on any hill for just, just for Drogba. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's just he is the the best person you want in a final. Maybe Ronaldo, maybe Messi, but Drogba is just so dependable, and I think. I'm pretty certain that this one was in the 88th minute when he scored that goal. I'm very happy you got that because you did say before that you would get it if it was that drop of goal. So, yeah, yeah. 88th. Yeah, I think Muller was about 83 minutes, I think it was. It was yeah, they, they, they scored quite late on as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what that was, yeah, that was probably the best moment supporting Chelsea. I mean, obviously it would be, but easily the best moment that I've experienced watching football. Yeah, especially beating that Bayern team in, in <sighs> Bayern as well. Schweinsteiger, a German missing a penalty. Ian Robin, ex-Chelsea player, missing a penalty. It's just, yeah, it's kind of written in the stars, really, isn't it? Oh, my God. That David Luiz penalty he took when he ran from pretty much the halfway line. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Why, what are you doing, you absolute maniac? And then it's top corn. I'm thinking, okay, fair enough then. You say your favourite okay. ever... Moment as a Chelsea fan, this possibly your second favorite moment. Then on the 29th of May in 2021, hopefully a repeat of what's going to happen in a few weeks' time. Manchester City lost in the Champions League final. This time it was to Chelsea, and this is Kai Havertz's goal. The silky German. Hmm. Has delivered. You know, there's a vast difference in the ITV days of Clive Tilsley, isn't there? Big time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Shall we add some tension into this? We need some tension music. Oh yes, add add some tension. Let's you are go on forty five points going into yes. your last score. Where did Chelsea finish in the league this season? I don't want to rub it in. I'm genuinely <laughs> genuinely asking. I don't know how many teams do we have in the leagues 2020, so about 28th. Now, I think we finished <laughs> wealth, I think, possibly something like that. I don't usually you get this that, within know. get this within 13, you finish above Chelsea. Bloody hell, what a blooming that's amazing! That is. <laughs> I want to achieve it. So, I think I might not be able to get it on the dot, but I know it was just before the um, the first half finished, and I'm gonna say. 
43 minutes. 43 minutes. We need the going level. Oh, 42nd <laughs> minute. 40 so seconds. A I'll minute take out. It. I'll take it. So, Dan, that means 46 points. You go joint 10th. Mid-table mediocrity is all I could hope for. <laughs> you know, I'm happy with that. You just needed a striker, you know, to get you a few goals, few numbers That's here exactly and there. It's, it's, it's difficult to find these days, these players who want to score goals. People just like to pass about and do nothing with it. So, <laughs> Not naming any names or clubs, obviously. No, we haven't got enough time to name all the names. <laughs> Thank you very much, mate, for coming on. Please, please, people don't know where to find yourself on Instagram and YouTube and wherever else you are on the internet. Please feel free to yeah. shout yourself out. Yeah, yeah. So I um, usually go under, sort of, if you type in club football shirts into most things, you'll probably see me pop up. Um, some of them you need to be 18 to access. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. So YouTube is just club football shirts. I have a website, which is it's, it's useful for any sort of thing. It's helpful for buying football shirts and also has all of my sort of collection on there. And I'm on Instagram as well. Not as sort of um, active as I used to be, but um, if you want to see people eating a large amount of Nando's, then that's definitely the account you want to follow. Uh, but yeah, just... You know, that's it. I just, I just do football shirts. That is my life. You know, thank you for inviting me on. It's been great. I, I, I enjoy the fact that I'm not responsible for the content right now. I can sit back and I'm your hostage, so I don't have to edit this. I don't have oh, to do anything oh, with it. I thought, I thought, I thought we agreed you were editing this. Uh, I think we said if you were to give me some extra points or deduct some extra points, <laughs> but that has not happened, sir. So I shall be going away from this and not doing anything else. <laughs> no thank you thank you so much for taking the time to come on mate it's been a blast sports social podcast network